I've been thinking a lot about letting go and there have been so many things in my life that I have been afraid to let go of because I've been afraid of what life would look like without it. Like what would life look like without these friends or this job or these classes? Like what would I be? Who would I be without these things? And that unknown was scary and holding on to those things for me was like a matter of life and death. That's what it felt like. Even though in real life, it, it, it's not really life and death. It feels like life and death. But I think I've reached a place where I'm just ready to let it all go. Let go of the expectations, let go of the pressure I put on myself, let go of other people's expectations um, and see what happens. Because I spend so much energy trying to maintain some things that I don't even want. They don't even serve me. They don't even feel good because I'm afraid of who I am without those things. But I think I'm becoming more afraid of who I'm gonna become if I hold on to the things that no longer serve me, things that harm me, holding on to different versions of me that I think that I have to be to be loved and approved of and seen. And all that really does is affirm the idea that who I am inherently is not enough, that I have to become something different to be loved, to be enough. I'm reaching a place where I'm just letting go Trisha Hersey, Trish, Trisha Hersey in her book, Rest as Resistance, she talks about letting the chips fall where they may, like just letting whatever happens, happens, not valuing a system over my own body, my own well-being. And I love that. And I think that is the ultimate act of faith, letting things fall apart. Because sometimes some things need to fall apart because they weren't supposed to be built in the first place. We're so afraid of letting go, of resting, of evolving because we're afraid of what's gonna fall apart. But what if it falling apart is actually a gift? What if things falling apart actually allows us to be free, allows us to become who God really wants us to be, allows us to take up, take up space in a way that's authentic and honest and not in a way that's fearful and scared and scarce. Because the truth is I'm afraid of letting go of things because I'm afraid nothing better is gonna come. That's the fear. It's like, if I let go of this thing, what if nothing better comes? But the truth is that I believe that what I envision for myself, what I think is, is the greatest thing, like me holding on to this thing that's not healthy for me, right? This idea of what is good, God has greater than that. If God is the author, then what I can imagine is small in comparison to what God can create what God can show me. And it's, it's like we're holding on to these things, holding on to these things that are harming us because we're so afraid that if we let go, nothing good will come. But the thing that we're holding on to isn't good either. The relationship, the job. You know, I've, I've been letting go of posting regularly. I've been letting go of needing to control my narrative, needing to control what other people think of me because that's none of my business anyway. And I can't control that anyway. And I feel lighter, I feel freer. I've been letting go of the idea of following a professional course that I've been following for a while, like on a mission to become this professional position. Because the fear is like, well, if I don't do this thing, then I'm not gonna make any money. But that's not true. I believe that God can provide for me by me being in alignment with who I'm supposed to be in God. I've been out of alignment. I have, and I feel like a lot of us have been too. Like a lot of people that I encounter, that I talk to are out of alignment because they're afraid. Oh, who am I without this job? I'm afraid to let go of this job because then 
I'll lose my home. They, they, they go to the worst extreme. I'll lose my home. I'll lose my friends. I'll lose my benefits and all these different things. But it's like, but what are you getting in exchange for that? High blood pressure, high cholesterol, no real life in real, in real life, no time to spend with your friends, no time to travel, no time to dream. You're exhausted. You're depleted. You're out of alignment. You have low self-esteem. You have all these things in exchange for your life. And for me personally, this is my personal position because everybody ain't there. I am okay with living in my car. I am okay with letting the chips fall where they may. I am okay with not turning out how people wanted me to turn out. I'm okay with life not turning out how I envisioned because I know better can come when I get out the way. When I stop operating in fear and lack and scarcity, when I actually believe that greater is out there, if I believe greater is out there, then I know that I don't have to sacrifice my happiness, my joy, and my health to get it. Whatever I'm trying to get, money, resources, access, wealth, I don't have to exchange that because what God would have for me does not require that. What God has for me does not require my health, my mental focus, my mental health, right? I keep forgetting, like, it's kind of funny, but it's not. I forget that I have a mental illness. I was diagnosed with major depression and moderate anxiety. And that's all well and good, but people in my life and I treat myself like I don't have these things going on in, in my mind, that there's something not wrong with me, that I just keep powering through and working through. And then I get upset when I get overwhelmed or aggravated and stuff like that. And it's like, well, what if we let go of the things that are triggering your depression what if we let go of things that are triggering your anxiety? Maybe you having an apartment right now is triggering your anxiety. Maybe living in your car is better for your mental health. Right now, I'm loving being in nature. I'm in the woods right now, right? Like I'm loving remaining in nature. That is a part of my medicine. That is a medicine for me. That is healing for me. And it's free. And maybe me living in my car and being in nature is what I need right now. And maybe by me being able to be in a better mental space, physical space I'll be able to be available to the better that God has for me as opposed to always being distracted and depressed and exhausted and depleted because all the things that I think that I need to be happy I don't sorry the helicopter is making a lot of noise but the whole point is what if what we're holding on to was actually a cheap version of what we really deserve and desire a lot of the things we're fighting for, relationships, I said before, and jobs, we don't even like anyway. A lot of who we have to be to compromise. We don't like who we are, but yet we're fighting so hard for things that don't make us well. And so, yes, yeah, so, so like literally, let's go there. What happens if I, if I choose not to live a life that is, that is what other people consider the American dream? Okay, I might be homeless. I might live in my car. I might not have millions of dollars. But if I was happy, if I was joyful, if I was content, if I was healthy, if I was loved, right? Like if I had all these things that money can't buy, wouldn't it be worth it at that point? What if I'm holding on to all this stuff that really doesn't matter and we're sacrificing ourselves and our lives and our relationships with people we love for stuff that doesn't matter, that doesn't satisfy, that doesn't remain. We're working to maintain a lifestyle that doesn't make us happy, 
And then at the end of the week, we don't have the money anyway. Wouldn't I rather not have no money anyway and be happy? <laughs> Instead of throwing it into a home or throwing it into a car or whatever else that I feel like I need. Some people get a car because they, they have a job they have to get to. So you're, you're working a job to pay for a car and you don't even get to take that car anywhere that you actually wanna go, except locally. Wouldn't you rather be able to make money to pay for your car to go where you wanna go, to do what you wanna do? I'm just in a place where I'm just ready to let it all go. Let it all go. Actually face the fear of lack, the fear of confrontation, the fear of me figuring out who I am without all this stuff, without all these things. <sighs> without all these things that I think that I need to make me a functioning, a high functioning adult. Because if it costs me my happiness, my health, and my joy, I don't think it's worth it. I'm willing to give up what doesn't satisfy me anyway for the greater that God has for me. You know? I realize that a lot of things we do is out of fear anyway. Like, it's not out of really a true desire. It's not out of passion or purpose or mission even. It's all, almost like all those things come secondary to what we think we have to do, to what we think we have to be or who we think we have to be right? Like we feel that being out of alignment, we feel not being fulfilled, not being in purpose on purpose. We feel like we're kind of fumbling through life. I think because we're trying to uphold this version of ourselves, we think we have to be, but, but I don't think it's a one size fits all. I don't think that everyone was made to fit this idea. I think it works for a few, but for most of us, we're just working to survive. And because we're surviving, there is no room to really be. There is no room to consider, to dream. You know, it's like we say, oh, I have to work this job because I have to pay these bills. And it's like, well, what if you actually just got rid of the bills? Then what? What would be the excuse then? What would be in the way of you being who you are supposed to be? I feel like a lot of us are off mission. A lot of the world is not being fed because we're off mission because we're in survival. We think we have to do these things in order to be happy. But I'm at a place again, where I'm really okay with living in my car. I'm thinking about doing that, moving full-time in my car. I moved into my car last summer to go travel to California with my husband and that was fun. But I'm really thinking about making this a lifestyle for me because that equates to freedom for me. Having options, having choices, being able to make my own decisions to determine what life is gonna look like for me. To be, to be in nature, again, nature is my medicine. I need nature, I need it. I need it, you know what I mean? And the way that life is set up, oh, sit at this desk eight hours a day and trade in all this stuff for your health. A lot of people are developing heart disease. What's a hawk? <laughs> a lot of people are developing heart disease because they're sitting at a desk all day long. Your body was not meant to be stagnant. Your body was not meant to be still for eight hours. Your body was meant to be moved. And these are the effects of capitalism. These are the effects. People feeling disillusioned, people not being clear, people not being in purpose or on mission are the effects and the ramifications of this Western society of capitalism. People don't even know who they are. They don't even know what they like. I'm just at a place, all that stuff, all that ego stuff, all that, I got this, I got these many cars and I got these many degrees. I'm not knocking people who do it or I got this amount of money. I'm just not. Well, I'm not moved by it. I couldn't care less. 
I want to be happy. I want to be joyful and I'm willing to let it all go to be joyful. I think I spent a lot of energy and time being exhausted because I'm trying to maintain or hold on to something and you're fighting for it with your life. I fought for relationships with friends who meant me no good, fighting, you know, spending all this energy, effort, trying to convince them that I'm a good thing, trying to convince them to stay, ex-relationships with other lovers, trying to convince them that I'm good enough when I should have just let go because in me fighting, not only was I exhausting myself, but I was almost affirming what they said about me, affirming that I'm not good enough. Because if I knew that I was good enough, I wouldn't fight, right? If I knew that I was a beautiful thing, I wouldn't try to convince. I would just be, I would just take up space and be. And if you can't resonate with me, if you can't you know, gel with me, then you're not for me. And we wonder why we're so ragged and exhausted. I think it's because a lot of us are holding on to things that we're not supposed to be involved with or have or be connected to. And we think that this is the best, this is the greatest that there's ever going to be. And that is a lie. There's always better, there's always greater, there's always different, there's always more, there's always an, al an alternative. But they keep the alternatives away from us or condemn them to keep us stuck and imprisoned. I'm just letting it all go. Really confronting my fears, being like, okay, Alicia, why are you so afraid to let this go? Or why are you doing this thing? Because I also found that when it came to making money specifically, like, oh, I have to do this thing because I need money. I have to do this. It's like, well, how about you just do stuff that's in alignment with you? How about you just be who you are, say what you want to say, right? Take up space in a way that only you can take up space and allow yourself to resonate. Give people the choice to resonate with you on a deeper level and therefore pay you for whatever service you're offering instead of trying to force something, right? Because force is, it comes from scarcity. Forcing things is a scarce action. It's a lack action. For the past couple of work, weeks, I have not been working. I've put down work, meaning not doing anything that I get something in exchange for from other people, but just doing stuff for myself, prioritizing rest, sleep, play, um, community, connection, nature. And it has been eye-opening. I have been more, I have been clearer than I've ever been. I feel free in this fear of not working has starting to loosen its grip on me. I don't feel the need to rush. I don't feel the need to do anything but what God is requiring me to do. And in this moment, I'm able to be obedient and rest. And I've been chewing on words. Every year I pick a word to focus on for the new year. And one of the words I was thinking about was flow or permission um, because you know I wanna feel more flow. I don't wanna force anything. I don't wanna make things happen. I want to be in alignment to be in the right place at the right time and to be receptive to whatever is happening. Because even what I can imagine for myself, God can imagine greater. But also, if I'm forcing something, it shows that I lack trust. And I think trust is gonna be my word for 2023. All I wanna do is trust. Trust God, trust my intuition, trust my abilities, trust the fact that I am enough. Trust the fact that no amount of work is gonna make me more valuable. Trust that even if no one approves of what I do, I can still do it, right? Trust. I really need to put myself in a position to trust God. And that's the reason why for the past couple of weeks, I haven't done anything, like literally. <laughs> I have done nothing productive. And even though I think rest is productive in that it allows you to heal and to be, um, I think rest is also productive in, because it allows you to learn to trust again, to not trust in only yourself and your effort and your muscle and in the world systems, but also in God, you know? 
but trust is my word for 2023. All I want to do is trust God. And I've been struggling. I have trust issues with God. I'm going to be honest. I have trust issues with God. And I want to remedy those things. And I want to um, heal it. But I found myself asking God like, to heal my trust issues. And I found that the only way for me to heal my trust issues with God is to put myself in a place to trust God. And so that meant me not working. That meant me not doing anything by my own effort or my own might to get things done. And I don't know. It's not like... like I don't know what it is, but when I when I gave up the need to work, people sent me money. Stuff grew. <laughs> people were like, the world didn't end. The world didn't stop, right? And what I couldn't do with my own might and muscle, people gave out of the gratitude, out of the abundance of their own heart. I didn't want for anything. I didn't starve. I didn't die. You know what I mean? But we, we lie to ourselves constantly, telling ourselves that if we don't do this thing, we're going to die. We, we're going to die. And I didn't die. And I'm, I'm well rested. I'm more clear and I'm more trusting than I ever was before I started. Do I have a long way to go? Yes. Do I still want to build more trust in God? Absolutely. More trust in myself, my intuition, my gifts. Absolutely. Right. But I feel like this is a good first step. I didn't try to make things happen. I just allowed them to happen. I feel like we, we feel exhaustion and frustration sometimes because we're trying to force stuff to happen that doesn't need to happen right now or doesn't need to happen at all. Instead of trying to make it happen, just accept. There was a day this week that our internet was down and my mother was really frustrated about it. And I just went outside and said, whatever, I'm gonna go. The internet's not working. There's nothing that I can do. So instead of trying to force something to happen, instead of trying to fix it, I'm gonna accept it and allow it and flow. I gave myself permission to enjoy the day. I don't need to be connected to the TV, to the internet. I'm not working anyway, right? Like I don't need to be in control of everything. And when I yielded to whatever God was doing. Yes, it's frustrating, right? Like, yes, the internet being down was frustrating, but I think sometimes the reason why things are frustrating is not because a thing happens, but because we want what we want to happen and it's not happening the way we want it to, or we're trying to control something. So instead of me putting effort and being exhausted and irritated and trying to fix something, I accepted it and I allowed it and I kept on pushing. And I had a great day. I went in nature. I went to Barnes and Noble. I had a great time. I just sat there because why not? It's almost like sometimes the frustrations, the things that we think are frustrating are actually a gift, right? Like the things that we think are ruining our lives or our plans. They might be frustrating our plans, but maybe our plans aren't the best plans. Maybe our plans are actually plans of destruction and not joy. And maybe, you know, the frustrating circumstances that avail themselves are an opportunity for us to be joyful and experience joy. Maybe we're in our own way. Maybe we're so afraid, we're so scarce, we're so, um, you know, fearful that we're actually ruining our own lives by trying to control our own lives. Maybe this illusion of control is ruining our lives. You know, the only thing I can, tr can, can control is myself, is how I choose to respond to things. But even on a cellular, le cellular level, I can't will my heart to beat. I can't will my blood to pump. I don't know what my kidneys are doing, they're working. I can't make my eyes see, you know? I'm just using the gifts that are available to me. But how I choose to respond is what I can control. And when I realize that God is in control of all of this, look at the trees around me. I didn't, I didn't will for these trees to grow, but I love them. I'm, I'm able to enjoy them and benefit from them. And I feel like life could be that simple if we just allow God to be God. 
<laughs> and move out the way. Life becomes beautiful. If we see the things that are frustrating, instead of trying to force it to happen because we feel like it has to happen, we could experience what we want to feel because what do you really want, right? Like I thought about this myself. Do I really want the degree? Do I really want that job? Or do I want financial freedom? Do I want stability even more than that? Do I want security even more than that? Do I want that relationship with that person? You know, I'm trying to force it to happen. Or do I just want love and acceptance and for someone to see me and love me for who I really am? I'm trying to tell you, I'm trying to tell, listen to me. I've spent a lot of energy and a lot of time trying to, trying to make people love me, not even make them like force them, but to make them see me as someone valuable enough to love. And it always fell apart. It never lasted. And I ended up second guessing my value and love at the end. I came out more broken than I was going in. When instead I could have just accepted that I am lovable and they're just not for me. And a lot of things in our lives are the same way. Again, we're trying to force stuff to happen when we should just let go. I hate to be cliche, but like that, that let go, let God never resonated with me. But in this moment, it really does resonate. Let go. Stop holding on. You got whiplash because you're holding on. You're broken because you're holding on. You're exhausted because you're holding on to situations, people, circumstances, jobs, relationships, food, right? Like entertainment that doesn't serve you anymore. Let go. It's not serving you. It is killing you. It is strangling you. It is that serious. It's that serious. You are missing out on a beautiful life because you, you're too afraid to let go. But what if everything did devolve? What if it did fall apart? Maybe things are falling apart because they did need to be built in the first place. Maybe God needs to tear apart things in my own life because I was building them, even though they were well-meaning, the foundation of it was scarcity, was lack, was fear, was control, was chaos, was abandonment issues, right? Like maybe that's the reason why stuff needs to fall apart. Maybe the reason why I needed to lose my job was to see that God is providing for me. He is the source. God is the source, not me, not my job. God is the source. Maybe that stuff, maybe that relationship needed to fall apart because in it, I felt unworthy. I was always auditioning to be loved. Maybe God needed me to learn that I was lovable and I don't need other people's permission to be loved. Maybe that's why things are falling apart. Maybe that's why, not, not for punishment, which I thought it was, I thought it was punishment. I thought God was punishing me. I thought, he, I, was, I, thought I was God's stepchild. When really the reason why stuff was falling apart was because God loved me. Because God loved me and God wants more for me than this scarce life, this life built around scarcity and fear and abandonment issues and lack of security and lack of self-esteem and self-worth and value. Or maybe because I was putting value in things that really don't matter. Purpose, mission, fulfillment, permission, I, like all these things I'm doing I'm, I'm just letting go because whatever path is cleared, whatever is torn down is a clear path for me to walk through, a clear path for me to rebuild again, honestly and authentically. I don't want to live a lie. I don't want to live a half-life. I don't want to live a life where I am this version of myself because I feel like they, they love me for this and this version of myself because they love me for that. I want to be all of who I am, all of who God wants me to be. And sometimes that requires demolishing things that aren't helpful. It's in the way. It's in the way. 
And sometimes the demolishment is the way, right? Like that is the way. That is the way because whatever I was trying to hold on to was killing me anyway. I hated it anyway. I'm trying to hold on to a job that I hate anyway. I hate going. I cry when I go. I, you know, I'm angry when I'm there. That's not the work God wants me to do. The work that God wants me to do, he, God wants me to do it with my whole heart. I want to do work that I believe in. I don't want to work in a place I don't support. You feel me? Like, and maybe that's enough for right now. And maybe I don't have the whole vision, but maybe that's not what I need to get started. What I need is a surrender. What I need is a yielding. A yielding to whatever happens, happens. Let the chips fall where they may. I'm ready. I'm excited. Of course, it's scary. It's like, oh, what if I lose, et cetera. But it's like, yes, but what I lose is so much less, is so far less than what I gain. Freedom. True freedom and true trust. And that's what I really, really want. So I'm letting it all go. Not forcing anything. I'm still on mission. I'm still Alicia. I'm still going to do the work that I want to do, but I'm no longer trying to be someone that I'm not supposed to be in order to be loved or supported. That's not what God wants for me. And that's not what God wants for you either. So what do we need to let go of? Like, what do we need to surrender and yield and put down and Stop trying to force, but flow and be available to whatever is and not trying to, to be what it's not. We experience so much, so much displeasure and so much pain and suffering. We choose to suffer twice because then we're trying to make something happen and you know things are falling apart. And we're trying to hold it together and, it, and it's like breaking our arms when we could just let it go. We could just let it go and an expectation of what's to come. Yeah. I'm literally giving myself permission to build and live a life that I want to live. And whatever happens, happens. And what God tears down, okay, I guess it wasn't meant to be like that. You know, like, it's just taking it day by day, not compromising, not having to be someone different, not having to lie. We lie with our actions all the time. We go to places we don't enjoy, giving the best of ourselves to these jobs that we don't like. We say we don't like it, but then why do we keep going? That's a lie. You like something, something is there for you, right? Or you're living a double life. You're living a double life. I don't know if this is a, a privileged conversation or not. I just, honestly, I got my car, I got air in my lungs. I have love, I, I have hope, I have, I have faith. I have joy. I have peace around this. Peace around not needing to control everything because I can't do it anyway. And all that it, all of that ends up in is exhaustion. Wouldn't it be better just to take life as it comes and let the chips fall where they may and pick up the chips? When I really think about God, I think about like the prayer, like the Lord's prayer, like, oh, give us this day our daily bread. I think about Matthew 6 and how God is like, you know, Jesus is like, Take no care for tomorrow. You have everything you need today. <laughs> but we're too busy trying to live in tomorrow and tomorrow could look totally different. But we're living our lives today based on the fear of what we think tomorrow will hold when tomorrow could hold something totally different than what we could ever dream of. I'm living day by day. I'm living with my daily bread, my manna. I'm living with expectation, yes, for the future. And I'm trying to make decisions today that would put me in a better future tomorrow. 
but all I have is this moment. All I have is today. So why Ex expend so much energy trying to control a future I can't see anyway? <laughs> why? All that results in is anxiety, depression, like all these things. Like, no, I'm, I'm okay. I'm okay with being me. I'm okay with not compromising. I'm okay with building a life that feels good to me. Like what, what are the things I value? What are the things I wanna feel every single day and building my life around that? Because I believe that God does want me to enjoy my life. And so why would he be against me building a life that I enjoy and then doing the work that I, that I, that I also enjoy to support the life that I wanna live? Why would God not be in co-creation with me? It feels easy, it feels like breathing. And if God says, my burden is light, my yoke is easy, why not learn, lean into the lightness of the moment of today, the lightness, the ease? Why are we so ease-averse? <laughs> because we've been trained that if we work hard, that qualifies us. We have to work hard for joy. And I think that joy is everywhere. We just have to accept it. I think that's why we get so frustrated and mad at people who are happy with so little because we think that we have to give all of ourselves to be happy when they when they have the clues when they are they are the key how they're living is the key they live day to day they're happy with what they have they're content right they have deep connections with people the people who live the longest in different places in the world it's not that they're super rich or famous or you know successful they got you know 401k it's none of that they're content with what they have they have deep connections with community and some of us don't even have community because we're working all the time. There's something to that. There's something to following the joy, following the bliss, following true contentment, following purpose. We're all born with our purpose and this world is so demonic that it puts on things that distracts us from our purpose. Like this country is literally founded on violence. You don't think that this system seeks to destroy you too? I can't live in this system. I'm not of this system. I'm not of this world. I'm out of this world. I'm an alien. Like, lit like I've, <laughs> I've literally come to terms with that. Like, yes, as it says in the Bible, but I really feel like I've always been an outcast and I've, I've tried so hard to fit in. I was not born to fit in. It don't work for me. I get, I get found out. I get seen. I'm weird. <laughs> and I love it. And I'm just now coming back to that child version of me that sought to be accepted and loved and valued. And so I felt like I had to put myself away to be those things. And I'm like, actually, that's what makes me me. That's my secret sauce. And you have a secret sauce too. You know, I'm special, but I ain't that special. You, you're special too. Like we're all special. <laughs> and so some would argue that that means we're not special. I don't agree. I think we're all special. We all have a purpose and a part to play. But if you were too busy trying to like wrangle you know, things and control things like you're wrangling an alligator or whatever, like you're gonna to be too exhausted to even live your life. You're gonna be off mission, out of alignment, out of alignment. And so I'm just, again, I'm letting it all go. And I'm excited for what's to come. So what does letting it all go mean or look like? I guess understanding that what I have is enough, who I am is enough, what I have in this moment is enough, that I have my daily bread that I don't need to fear for tomorrow because God's already there, right? Like this belief that I'm not controlling this 
and that's a gift because I don't want to. <laughs> Playing God is hard, it's exhausting, and you end up disappointed more times than fulfilled because I'm out of alignment, I'm out of, I'm out of step, I'm in the way. Building a business that resonates, not using fear tactics to get people in, not being who I think other people, not being who I think I have to be to be successful, being okay with being myself, taking a break when I need to, going to bed when I want to, letting the chips fall where they may. And yes, even move, maybe creating a life that supports the things that I value. Freedom, peace. Okay, move in your car. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to wake up fearing about money every single day. So I'm going to take away that fear. Take away that pressure. Pressure release valve. You know, doing house sitting. Shout out to Stephanie Perry. Like, finding other alternatives to live that more support the person that I am. And being okay with that. So I'm letting go. I'm letting go. I'm letting go and letting the chips fall where they may. Shout out to Trisha Hersey. Shout out to Stephanie Perry. All the people doing liberation work. Um, shout out to God. Um, and shout out to me, childhood me, who had it right the first time, but I just couldn't see her. You know? And shout out to you. May you find peace and may you learn to trust. We're going to trust in 2023 and see what happens. And I want to share the journey with you. So, all right. Love you. I should also say trusting the timing of my life, trusting that I am exactly where I'm supposed to be. I am coming to this realization at the right time, at the right place, that I don't have to look back at myself in disgust or judgment, give myself grace, love myself for getting myself here and taking this information and moving forward for a more authentic, more free, fulfilling um, and trust-filled life. A life really in step with who I am and in step with God and therefore being open. I feel like when I'm going to be in step with God and who I am and be in true alignment, that's how the world is changed. That's how we change the world by letting go. All right. For real this time. Talk to you later. <laughs> Bye.